Hey guys, it's going. It's Chris Damianakos, game producer of Cash Hunt. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Creatively Speaking. Let's get right to it. This episode is something that I'm kind of familiar with, and I think it's a growing problem, and that is parents vicariously living through their kids. Now, is this for every parent? Absolutely not. But there is a percentage, and I think there is a big problem when it comes to something like this. So, listen, as a parent, and if you're a parent out there, the one thing that we all want for our kids is for them to succeed and do something good for themselves and uh, watch them grow and all that good stuff and of course be healthy and, and all that and all that which is great but there are some parents that want to vicariously live through their kids and it keeps their kids in a cocoon uh, in regards to what their kids actually want to become and we have to alleviate ourselves from that because look at parents, we have done our deal, right? We have done our deal. And the factor of it is to raise our kids or are currently raising our kids and teach them the ways, right? After that, it is really up to them what they decide to do. You know, obviously we want them to succeed, but the point is your time has come you were a teenager you're a young adult you're an adult and you as an adult or as a parent you can do whatever it is that you want to do you know we live in in today's world where it doesn't matter if you're 80 or 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 or 60 or whatever you can do still what you want to do you don't have to do it through your kids now let's say for example if you happen to be that parent that wants your kid to be the next NBA star or NFL star or, you know, baseball, whatever. Does your kid want to do that? Do you know if they want to do that? Maybe they want to become an e-gamer. Maybe they want to become an analyst. Maybe they want to become an attorney. I'm sure you'd like that. But they may not even like sports in general. So I want to tell a really quick story. So when my son was five years old, Uh, I happen to be a big sports fan. And in my town, they had uh, just opened up a flag football league for little tykes. And uh, I said, hey, that'd be kind of cool. So I signed my son up for it. And mind you, my son does play sports. But when it came to flag football, it was a completely different experience in itself. So we signed him up for our and he played his first game. And, you know, look, at when, when you're a parent and you know your kid's body language. And I was watching him closely and, hmm, I go, something doesn't look right. Mind you, I'm looking at other parents. You know, they're putting the black eye makeup, you know, underneath their eyes like football players. I don't know what they call it, so I, I apologize. Um, you know, they, they got their gloves on. You know, mind you, this is indoor flag football. And they're, you know, you go do it out there, you know, Johnny, you, you show them who you are, blah, blah, blah. And guys, they're five to seven-year-old kids, okay? So anyway, as I'm watching my son play, the game is over, and I asked my son, did you like it? And he said, yeah. Question mark. Fine. Second game, same idea. Played a little bit more. Third game, same idea. Played a little bit more. But on the third game... I could definitely tell something was wrong by his body language. So I asked my son straightforward, do you like it? And his response was what I was waiting to hear. And he said, I'm doing this just for you, dad. That is when I said, 
we're not playing this anymore. The moment I heard that, that's what I didn't want to hear. I wanted to hear my son enjoy the game. If he's doing this for me, then it's the wrong point of him playing. So the key thing is that you have to go old school. You know, let your kids guide you. Then you guide your kids. I'm not saying not as a parent to give them the lessons or old school lessons or whatever. You know, the goods, the bads, all that good stuff. Those lessons are really, really important, especially from an elder person, so to speak, as ourselves uh, to the young. Uh, you know, they assume that being that we're older, we weren't young at one time and we don't know anything. Well, the truth is we do know quite a bit, but they also know a lot more too because it's a different generation. Um, the other thing is treat them right in regards to, let's say, their first car. You know, if you happen, you know, if your son or daughter happens to turn 16, personally speaking, your, your, their first car should not be a high-end car. It really uh, shows the wrong message. Uh, and, you know, some parents are like, well, we don't want them to be driving around with a Oldsmobile. Yeah, well, well why not? I don't know. I don't want, you know, people to think of us lower. That's your problem. That's not the right message you're proposing to your kid. Yeah, but we have money. Right. But your kid doesn't have money. That's your money. What you have to instill into your child is that life, I don't care where you are on the bracket, how wealthy you are or not wealthy that you are, is how difficult the world is. If you show them that you know, you're going to drive an expensive car and you're going to have the latest iPhone and you're going to have the latest this and that, well, you're not really proposing the right message because they're going to assume that everything is very easily given. And then you're hearing this word quite a bit lately, and that is entitlement. These kids feel entitled. Who is to blame? The parents. The key thing about it is you have to show them that, hey, guys, I know that we're doing good and you have, you know, you know, you're living in a decent house or, you know, we drive decent cars if you are those individuals. However, it's not that easy. We want you to go start a minimum wage job. We want you to show you how to earn a buck. That's what you got to do. You are not driving that car. You are not drive, uh, are not working that minimum wage job. They are. It will make them stronger and strong-minded and then lastly i will say this i've said this many times today's world is completely different these kids are incredibly talented more than you would imagine and very creative you might be aware of it if you are fantastic if you're not and they tell you a crazy idea you have to stick with it just because to you, it might sound unrealistic. You might be an old schooler. But the old school, as of right now in 2020, is old. There's a lot of new things that you and I and a guy that myself that is in his late 40s are not really familiar with. And there's a lot of things that we are familiar with that we know what's going on and other adults aren't. Listen to your kids. They might know a little bit more about you. Excuse me, they might know a little bit more uh, than what you know in regards to what's going on. Have them do what it is. Entrepreneurship, quite frankly, is really growing by leaps and bounds. 
listen to them. And if you do, kudos, guys. I love hearing that. Support your kids in that way. Have them lead the way. But do, for the other parents that do vicariously live, you know, through their kids, guys, let them be. You know what I mean? Let them be. Your time has come and gone. You want to kind of go drive that old, you know, new Corvette or you want to, you know, become a sports guy, go, you know, go join a, an over 40 league or an over 50 league or an over 30 league or go buy yourself a Corvette. Go live your life. Go do that. But don't live through your kids. Let your kids be. Let them breathe. And that's the important thing. Guys, thank you so much for listening to Creatively Speaking. As always, this is Chris Damianakos. Have a great day.